Welcome to Hawks and Lavender Rose, a heart-centered podcast dedicated to practices of authenticity through a foundation of love and honesty and a commitment to personal growth. Now, here is your host, Shauna Gulbrand. Hello and welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening, or perhaps you're watching on YouTube. Thank you so much for being here. For those of you who are watching, you may notice that I have a new tapestry behind me, a new look and feel to Hawks and Lavender Rose. I have my logo incorporated into it. Super excited because I haven't done a video podcast in several months, so I'm happy to be back with this. Wherever you are in the world, whatever time of the day or night that it is, whatever it is you are doing, my hope is that you are healthy and happy and moving towards something that excites you. All right, I have a lot to talk about today. I'm going to be talking about the child within. I'm going to be talking about social media and the documentary Social Dilemma. I'm going to be talking about insecurities and addictions. So I have a lot to cover. This episode of the podcast and and the ones that follow, at least for the time being, are going to have more of a journal entry sort of feel. I actually have two of my journals with me that I'm going to be reading directly from because I've been doing a lot of writing over the past week and a half. I'm going to start off with The Child Within. The Inner Child. I imagine most, if not all of you, have heard of The Inner Child. The work around The Child Within, for me personally, is expanding faster than I ever imagined. It's where my work is going, my personal work, and my professional work. Um, my life purpose, perhaps. Let me throw that out there. I just, I'm going to just give a little bit about the child and just to, you know what? I don't have to explain why I'm giving a little bit about the child. I'm just going to friggin' say it. All right, so the child within, that inner child within us, every single human being on the planet has an inner child. And the child within either interferes with or enhances our life choices and behaviors on a regular basis. As adults, think about that for a minute. The child within either interferes with or enhances our life choices and behaviors on a regular basis basis. Interesting, right? The child within holds the earliest feelings of security and safety or holds the lack of security and safety and validation, which in turn leads to the creation of deep insecurities. A child, for those of you who have been children, because we all have, and for those of you who have children, a child is supposed to be needy, dependent, and curious about life and their surroundings. They're supposed to be. They're not adults. They're kids. A child must experience safety, security, and validation to excel and express emotionally. This is not about blaming. This is not about me being a victim. Anything I'm going to say has nothing to do with me being a victim or pointing a finger. It has not about blaming. This is about awareness and understanding and healing. So as I just said, the child is supposed to be needy. It's supposed to feel safe and secure. 
validated, when that is interrupted or when it had never existed, like my childhood, I grew up with deep insecurities. It's really interesting. Um, This morning when I knew I was going to be recording an episode of the podcast, I reflected back to several times during my marriage. My husband and I are going to be married 32 years next Thursday, November 5th. But there were many times I was vulnerable with my husband and I said to him, I feel insecure. It was the only way I could describe the feelings in my body. And I was seeing it because I really, sure, I heard, oh, you know, take care of your inner child. And But I just thought that was an idea. I didn't really believe in the inner child. It hadn't been really introduced to me yet. So I was approaching all of this, like I have been approaching everything over the past 11 years from an adult perspective. But I felt insecure and I would say to him, I feel really insecure right now. So growing up in a household where as a child, I didn't feel safe and secure. I wasn't validated. I wasn't allowed that space for expression of feelings and emotions. So insecurities grew within me. I sought and continue to seek validation from everyone but myself and have often often spent too much time looking for happiness and to have my emotional needs met outside of myself. That's what I did. Well, that's what I have been doing. It all came to a head at the end of 2009 as I lost, like I had no clue who I was, so lost. So that's when I began my road of recovery and rediscovery. But that still happens, and that's what I've been noticing with social media lately. That's one of the reasons, that's the main reason why I said, see ya, because I was back to this place of looking for the happiness and the validation from people online. At some point, I believed that I am or I was unlovable. I must have been a bad girl. And so have developed patterns of ways to please those around me as a way to make up for my unworthiness. This is all becoming conscious to me now because it's all been unconscious. And I could go into that, those ways, because they're all popping up into my head right now, but I'm, we'll leave that, leave that for another conversation. I craved to be loved and accepted unconditionally because the love from my childhood was conditional. I looked up to, uh, I'm sorry, I craved to be loved and accepted unconditionally by those I looked up to and were connected with, and I still do this today. My addictions, I haven't even talked about my addictions yet, are a means of escaping, numbing, and used as like a pacifier, if you will. Let me just share some of my addictions. One is the need for external validation. The other is food. And God, what was my other one that I had? I, did, I was drinking for a while, but I don't do that. I'll, I'll come back to my addictions in a minute because my mind is over here. So my addictions were a means of escaping, numbing, and pacifying because at some level, I don't like myself. The love for myself has been conditional as if I am not good enough. 
So at some point, I began to believe that my physical and my emotional traumas were something that I deserved. And by being a bad girl, as if everything was my fault, I fell into that I'm not worthy, I'm not good enough. The insecurities that I hold about who I am, my flaws, my imperfections, my life, my purpose, sometimes they they get me so down that I fall into depression. And depression can look very different for different people. If you were to interact with me, you might not think that I was depressed, but it, I've come to the realization over the past week and a half that that's exactly where I've gone. I have become depressed again. My depression looks like big, comfy, cozy clothes, food, and social media platforms. I have turned to whatever I can find to make me feel better, but it's only temporary. Sometimes I feel so low I give up on myself altogether. Like last Saturday, I totally blew off my kickboxing class. There was a time that I would, I would, that would just not be something that I did. And I didn't make it a priority because in a, in a way I've given up on myself. Not completely. Like I just want to be clear about that. There are things that I just let go. I imagine some of you can relate to that. So my depression leads to self-destructive and compulsive behaviors, which very easily become addictions. So the compulsive behavior of needing to find that external validation, it's a habit of opening up Facebook or opening up Instagram. I numb my pain so I can feel better temporarily. The insecurities and my fears of inadequacy and unworthiness are the forces that drive my addictions. And I'm not getting into my addictions here, but that is what's playing a role here. It's the insecurities, it's the addictions, and it's my child within, and then throw social media on top of that, which I haven't even gotten to yet. And it's just a, a whole mix of shit, really, is what it is. But I'm grateful that it's come up again because this time I'm healing it for good. In my place of addiction, when I go on social media, I lose myself. That's next. Um, this is what happens. I lose myself, my sense of self-worth. I minimize my wonderful qualities. I focus on my mistakes, my weaknesses, my regrets. I don't value myself. And sometimes I don't believe I'm value to anyone else. Sometimes I question my purpose, but I think I'm getting a better grip on that, especially with the inner child work. Maybe I'm letting people down. I don't know. But my insecurities and my addictions deplete my sense of self. I want to share with you some of the thoughts that go through my head. And it's not so much like I believe we're all addicted to our phones to some degree. And it's not so much being addicted to... Um, social media while I'm on it. Because what I found is I'm really preoccupied with it when I'm not on it. See, these are some of the thoughts that go through my mind. What's the next message I'm going to post? Is this what people want to read? Will this resonate with people? What will they think of this message? What will they think of me? I bet there's judgment. I bet they're judging me. Am I doing enough why don't I want to be part of groups? That one goes right back to 11 years ago. And that's a whole other topic. I'm falling behind. I'm missing out. 
I'm not doing this right. I'm doing it all wrong. She is better than me, more successful, liked and followed by more people than me. I am jealous. I am not good enough. Honest thoughts that go through my head. While I'm on social media and while I'm not on social media. So I wanted to talk a little bit about that. Let me just see if there's anything else I want to write, uh, talk to you about here, my other journal entries. Um, I write here that instead of sitting with and facing or leaning into my lack of self-worth, I seek to escape my painful feelings by overeating, by wearing baggy clothes, by scrolling mindlessly through social media newsfeed. In those news feeds, when I'm on Facebook or Instagram, I mentally compete with those I see around me, those around me, and I compare my weaknesses to their strengths. This leaves me feeling as if I don't measure up. I don't believe in my, don't believe in myself or my ability or my capacity to create the life I want. I am filled with self-doubt. And these all have to do with the insecurities developed or created within that little girl within me because at the time she didn't feel safe and secure and she didn't feel validated. All of these issues I've been approaching from an adult perspective and I now know, now that everything is back in front of me again, the only way to truly heal this is through the child. Am I avoiding social media? Oh, you betcha. You bet I am. I don't know if I'm going back. I don't know. And if I do, I don't know what that looks like and what capacity that I will go back onto social media. Right now, I can tell you that my child within is thrilled that we are not doing all of that shit that I just read to you. She's very happy about that, and so am I. Have you watched The Social Dilemma yet? Documentary on Netflix? If you haven't, I suggest watching it. It is eye-opening. And it is about how social media has changed from the initial intention and what is actually taking place, how we're being manipulated, how we are, um, we're, how we're being forced, not forced, but coerced into staring at our screen longer. Really, really interesting. Please watch it with an open mind. And if you do watch it, I invite you to pay attention to the back thoughts and the feelings that arise within you as you are watching it. Honest self-examination. Two points that I wanted to bring up from the documentary. I was watching it. I watched it once and then I watched it with my husband. And one of the gentlemen talked about the self-esteem of teenage girls and how awful it can be for young, impressionable girls to be on social media, to be made fun of, to be bullied, to feel inferior. And as he was saying all this, and this is not verbatim, as he was saying all this, I turned to my husband and I said, teenage girls, okay, I can see that, I get that, but what about adult women? 
what about someone like me, 53 years old, who deals with the same shit that the teenagers are dealing with? What about my inner teenager? She has been screaming at me to wake up. And I haven't paid attention until now. So I thought that was really, really interesting that it's not just teenage girls. It's a whole lot of people. What about the self-esteem of grown women? Women who don't have any idea that the teenage girl within them is suffering too. So I'm becoming aware of it. And my intention is to share it here so you all can start to become aware of it. But what about your teenage girl? What kind of childhood did you have? Did you feel safe and secure and validated when you were a little, a little one, two, one, two, three, four, five, six years old? If you did, and you have a lot of self-esteem and self-worth, fabulous. I'm so happy for you. But for those of you who didn't, someone like myself who had a similar childhood, How is your teenage daughter, or teenage daughter, excuse me, teenage inner child feeling about being on social media? The other point, um, not point, but the other topic that was discussed, which really resonated with me, one of the gentlemen was talking about the importance of being liked and accepted by our immediate tribe, right? Our closest group of people. And I know exactly who those people are. Really important to be accepted and liked by those people. It's a whole other monster when you bring in hundreds of thousands of followers. Now, let me just say this. I'm going to admit something to you. This, is, this podcast is about authenticity. And, and this is crazy that I'm even going to say this, but I'm going to say this because this is what I do. I have been waiting for some, something to happen where I am exposed to a huge group of people, where all of a sudden I have a gazillion followers. I've been waiting for that to happen. I'm like, I need more followers. So going back to assessing my belief system around social media, I need more followers. In order to be successful, in order to get my message out there, to be influential, I need more followers. That was a goal. I wasn't so conscious of it, but that was driving my behavior on social media. I was reading an article a few weeks ago, and the article was about beautiful people, unusual beautiful people. As I read through the article, looking at these gorgeous people, most of them were models, which makes sense. The, uh, they had um, like a two or three sentence bio above each of the photos. And in most of the bios, it mentioned how many followers they had on different platforms. As I was reading through it, I started to think, who cares? Like, what does that matter? Why does it matter? When did that become a measure of self-worth and value? And then it hit me. I've been wanting lots and lots and lots of followers because I thought that's what I needed and that's the new norm and that's the way that we have value and worth. It's by saying, I have three million followers. That was an eye-opener 
to me. It really was. And, and remember I said at the beginning, I'm at the beginning stages of all of this, and this is like journal entry episodes. And this is something that I have to work on. No, I don't have to work on it. I choose to work on it. And I haven't yet. These are all recent discoveries. So here I am, little inner child, insecure, low self-worth, low self-esteem, looking externally for validation, wants to be loved, accepted, and liked, appreciated. I mean, I could just keep going down the, um, down the list. And I have that within my close circle. But now all of a sudden, I want all these people? How the hell is my inner child going to deal with that? That desire, that need to be all of that to, from all these people, to be liked and appreciated and wanted and, and valued from hundreds of thousands of people. I can barely deal with the small group that I have now. So it's that awareness of, wow, this is what I've been wanting. This is how I am disgusted by, as I read about it over here. So what does that mean for me? And again, I don't have an answer right now because I haven't done enough work around it yet. All right. Um, what did I want to say? So I talked about the documentary. I talked about the two points that really, really uh, leaped out at me. And now my intention and my choice is to do that work and to understand more, but it all fits together. It's how I was raised, the insecurities, how my child and my inner child is playing a role in my everyday life, how that affects me when it comes to social media, when it comes to growing my business. So I have lots of, I, I imagine I'm going to have lots of things to say going forward. All right, let me just take a look at my notes to make sure that I touched on everything that I was supposed to touch on today. And we're at 25 minutes. This is good. I want to keep it to under a half hour. The importance of recognizing the child within. Please, if you have not already, I invite you to begin to acknowledge the fact that you too have a child within and that she or he does either interfere with, what did I say earlier, interfere with or enhances your life choices and decisions. Just acknowledging that alone will start, will start to, will start the process in helping you discover your patterns of behavior. Let me just stop there. Okay, so I invite you to acknowledge the fact that you do have a child within. And maybe if it feels right, say hello. Say hi to her. She might not be willing to talk to you right away, but say hi and um, begin a dialogue. I invite you to watch the documentary, The Social Dilemma. You are going to choose what you do with your life going forward, of course. But I do ask you to be mindful of, no, I don't want to ask you that because that's not, I don't really think that's my place to ask you that. So I'm going to take that back. I'm not even going to say it. I think that's all I wanted to say for today. I'm sure I'm going to hit stop and I'm going to be like, oh, damn it. 
I forgot to say that, and I meant to say that, and I'll save it for the next episode, I guess, right? It's no rush. I'm not in any hurry. Because honestly, what is most important is the journey. I will share this with you. I asked myself the other day when I was writing crazily, what's important? And I invite you to ask yourself this question. And right now, when I wrote this, what is important to me is expanding and deepening my dialogue with the child within. What is important to me is cultivating feelings of self-love, self-worth, and self-acceptance. And what is important to me is the healing of my deep-rooted insecurities. And it is all going to happen. It's going to unfold in its own time. And it is all going to be through the child within. I'm super excited about this new work and this new journey, and I look forward to sharing more of it with you. When I would end the podcast in the past, I would invite you to connect with me on Facebook and Instagram, and that's not happening anymore. So this is what I want to say. I invite you to subscribe to my YouTube page, because YouTube is just very neutral for me. I never go on it unless I need to learn how to do something. I invite you to subscribe to my YouTube page. I invite you to subscribe to my podcast, Hawks and Lavender Rose. You can find that through the podcast app on your Apple device. You can download the free Podbean app and you can find me that way. And I believe I'm on Amazon now. I have to follow up with that. And I also invite you to subscribe to my newsletter. You can subscribe through my website, shaunagulbrand.com. Thank you so much for listening, for tuning in, for watching. And I would love to hear any of your comments. So please feel free to reach out to me. Thank you all so much. I love you all.